0: Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and veterans and friends beyond the binary, and you, uh, as a patron that supports the show, thanks so much, uh, and here's your show. Uh, hey, you're all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, well, welcome this is sleep with me the podcast that puts you to sleep uh, we do with a bedtime story all you need to do is get in bed turn out the lights and press play all you can like you don't need to do anything though you could do any of those things and, uh, in any order usually easier to get in bed than turn out the lights uh, but you know it depends on the situation uh, so we well, you need to give it we'll do the rest we do with a bedtime story you, oh no no I said that we do okay mixed up This just one of the techniques we'll do a I, I, i'm totally mixed up this is the first intro where i'm totally lost uh, this early in so excuse me new listeners we do with the bedtime stories we'll do the rest what i'm gonna do that's what the part i like 570 uh, something podcast intros and uh what i'm gonna do is get mixed up naturally organic mix-ups uh I've had a few hundred of about five. Uh, we do, but it would do with the bedtime story. Oh, no, <laughs> that was not on purpose. Uh, I'm gonna send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm gonna use lulling, soothing, uh, creaky, dulcet tones. I'm gonna laugh at my mistakes because that's all we can do. And, uh, I'm gonna try to keep you company. I'm gonna try to distract you from whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts. You know, like internal criticism, I I dodged that right there because I'm a human, you know, internal critic. We we all are. I guess you're not. You're more of a fixture of my personality. And I mean, like, uh, anyway, like, uh, or internal dialogue, feelings, emotions, whatever's keeping you awake. You know, imperfections. uh, I'm going to try to to take your mind off of that. I'm going to, like, keep you company. I'm going to try to create a safe place where you can set aside all that, and I'll be here. And I'm, I don't know why I'm so mixed up. Uh, like, it, like I'm fairly relaxed. Maybe I had one too many cups of coffee this morning. I'm not sure. Uh, it I just say I, I ate my lunch at 11 instead of a normal lunchtime. I think I ate my lunch yesterday at 1.30. Inconsistent lunch times could keep you up if thinking about it. May it has me, but anyway, if you're new here, welcome. I'm glad you're here. I like to try to create a welcoming space. That's why I say welcome, warm and inviting. Uh, but here's the things about the show. I give you the structure. Uh, the the shows. The, this is a premiere episode, actually, of uh, News uh, Episodic. Uh, This is like episodically serious. It's somewhere between episodic and serial, but you can listen to it in any order. It's uh, anyway, we'll talk about that later. I think because I can't think of the vocabulary word modular. This will be the first modular series in uh, the history of this podcast. It'll be modules, learning modules, but like you might not learn much because you'll be asleep. Uh, But if you're new, here's the structure of the show. The it, it, show is kind of modular in itself. It starts with six minutes of business. Uh, that's so we can keep the show free, 12 episodes a month uh, or 15, depending on if there's five weeks, and over 500 free archived episodes. Uh, and we do that via people that directly support the sponsors or directly support the show. That's how we're, uh, we're striving to keep, keep both those goals. If you're new, it's not that important. If you regularly listen and you rely on either the number of episodes or the number of archives, uh, please, when you your hand hits the fridge tomorrow, remember to check and think about: Geez, do I want to support the show via sponsors or via uh, supports? And then look in the show notes. If you're new, you'll you know. You, let's see if you stick around. You know, no pressure. Uh, then we have an intro, which is about 12 minutes that we're in where I try to explain the podcast or make a metaphor, or I demonstrate it. This one, I, I did an organic mix-up. Uh, how about that for me? I guess you don't want baby food. Like, I was thinking that would be a good name for baby food, but I guess you wouldn't give a baby anything with mix-up in it, except for, like a, like, a what are those things called? Like, a, on the back of a cereal box, it would say, oh, Captain Crunchberry got his berries mixed up. Help him, you know, be maze. So organic mix-up wouldn't be a good uh, it'd be a good name for a maze on the back. They, they don't really have that kind of stuff on the back of cereal boxes anymore. turns out that cereal that I consumed in massive quantities uh, and still desire to is terrible for you, I guess. Uh, but, you know, I can't get the cereal barons. They're already after me. And they have generals. Like, one of the teams has a general. So I don't, like, really don't – like, and I guess they have a captain – and other creatures. Uh, how about that? Uh, anybody listening from any of the big movie studios? I mean, WTF, uh, like you want to, like, you want to put Marvel out of business, so hire me and what we'll, we'll do, like, uh, is we'll do breakfast, you know, instead of Marvel, we'll hire over the smart guy that's in charge of Marvel, uh, and then we'll do, like, we'll, we'll do a serial based, uh, like interconnected. I think we could handle that, uh. Just send me about, like, uh, uh, one get the rights. Well, first pay me and contract it in. Then we'll get the rights. Uh, but also, like, yeah, probably could use, like, it would have to be in, the, like, big figures. Uh, and, like, I guess I would normally save lifetime supply of cereal, but that would be a terrible idea. Oh, boy. This was a podcast intro for a sleep podcast, believe it or not. So if you're new... The intros are organic mix-ups, uh, like, like that's really what happens. Uh, I, I literally start the intro with the goal of explaining to a new listener what to expect, how and why the podcast works, in a way that's familiar enough that the regular listener can be put at ease and say, okay, this is my safe place It's back, but it's a little bit different every time, because Scoots, you know, he's a little bit like, uh, he's an organic mix-up uh, He's a bit like the back of a cereal box. uh, Those, you know, where it's mixed up, or like the organic part. And actually, my brain looks like like the ingredients list for one of those cereals. I think Uh, when they can't, like, if they can't, they say, "Well, you're like most people are, 80 percent water." They say, "We've never seen a human with that much malcodextrin or whatever." They say, "You're 63 percent maltodextrin," and I said, "Today." Because I went on a, I was on a serial binge. Uh, oh, the podcast? No, no, no. I was binging on serial. Work because I'm working on a pitch. Uh, like next thing, like you know, you know, Universal's got something going. Disney's got Marvel. So I'm work, I'm working, I'm working. You know, Warner Bros. That's what my daughter calls Warner Brothers. Anyway, if you're new listeners, so the intro is about uh, We're probably like eight minutes into the intro now. But it's just to kind of put you at ease. Some people fall asleep during it. Some people brush their teeth during it. Some people pet their cat. uh, and You know, whatever you need to do. Uh, Some people skip it. The the time stamps in the show notes just skip right to the story if you need to. But the whole idea of the podcast is to put you at ease. Uh, I mean, kind of like when I was a kid and I I did have, of the many anxieties I had, I did have cereal breakfast. I guess at some point, maybe I'll do a breakfast cereal. Maybe tonight, uh, I guess maybe I'm going to need to make a quarterback call. Maybe I need to do a breakfast cereal. This was supposed to be a new cereal series. So, yeah, I guess I should control myself and say, uh, but tonight will be a cereal, Like or uh, at some point, I'll do a breakfast cereal based episode. Yeah, because I can't like uh, committed the schedule's committed. so tonight tonight I have to record this and it's important. It's a new like a, it's a modular series. And you say, scooch, what's a modular series? Well, it's somewhere between episodic and serial. Uh, just like learning modules, you'd say, well, you, you could do it learning module one, but they're modular. So you could do mod- module seven and then do module one. They're relate they're interrelated. You know what I'm saying? Or am I making any sense? Uh, cause my brain is just looking at me with the blank look, uh, like saying him, hey, are we going to get any of those? Crunch- what about those? Crunch- we- no, I don't think we like crunch berries. No, we do. Oh, okay. Well, let's have this debate later. We're talking. So the new listener, so that's the structure of the show. Then there'll be a story. Then there'll be some thank yous and some good nights. Uh, Clearly, you don't need to listen to this podcast. There's no pressure that it's going to make a whole lot of sense. or It's not going to be life-changing. We'll be a bit mind-numbing, hopefully. But, you know, I'll be here to keep you company. That's the main thing. Like, while you fall asleep, you're under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour while you drift off, just sitting at the foot of your bed talking about breakfast cereal and, you know, readjusting words. I say, well, neither word fits, episodic and cereal, they don't fit this current circumstance, and actually the, this will uh, like, uh, be a fictional series about uh, where learning will be a part of it. So there'll be a learning in modules, so I think this is our first modular series, uh, and it's a season three of something. So I think some people are going to be very excited, but you don't have, because it's modular, you don't really need to listen to season one and two, but you could go back and listen to them because we keep all those archives free. Uh, at least at the time of the record, this recording. So if you're new here, uh, I'm glad you're here. Like, give the show a few tries. That's what we say all the time because like, it, it takes a few tries. Most reviewers say, well, the first few times I didn't know what the heck this was, and then I realized it wasn't. It's, uh, then I fell asleep. Uh, he grows on you. I think that's the most common refrain in 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 uh, on the podcast, that's the word ends. You see, it grows on you. It really starts to work. Uh, usually, we, in my personal life, they say, "Well, you grow on me." Like a, you know, whatever. Like in, you know, ingrow. I think they they say ingrow on them. But anyway, like I, I think I said already. Anyway, what here's the thing. I'm glad you're here. Give it a few tries. I hope it can help you because I've been there. I haven't been able to sleep uh, on and off my whole life. And I happen to believe everyone deserves a good night's sleep, and it's just not fair uh, to those of us that struggle to fall asleep. Uh, and that's why I make this show because uh, I want to keep you company. If if you if you can't sleep, and if I can, I can distract you while you fall asleep. Totally an honor to do so. So what else can I say? Uh, I'm glad you're here. Thank you for stopping by. I really hope I yearn and I strive. Uh, because I want to help you fall asleep, all right? All right. Hey, everybody, welcome to uh, the, uh, uh, I guess, the season premiere. Here's the thing, like, when I'm recording this, because I have to stay on my writing schedule, I don't know if I'll air an episode, I'll record and air an episode before this first episode, kind of catching up, because I haven't listened to the first two seasons recently of this series, It'll uh, be like uh, just because of uh, uh, like because just because you stay on production schedule uh, when you so we, I don't know when you're hearing this uh, if you'll have heard an episode before it uh, kind of catching up probably. So let me let, let me just uh, like commit to myself that I'll do that. So but just in case, but just in case you miss that episode, this is important. So this is season three episode one of uh, after the glass slipper which is mostly the tale of what happened uh, not to Cinderella or her fairy godmother, uh, but mostly her stepmother. And then, like, uh, tangentially, or I guess directly related, Cinderella and her fairy godmother. After Cinderella, with the whole glass slipper thing, she, she ended up becoming, I think, first she was, a, like, uh, like uh, engaged, and then she was married, and then she was queen— uh, then season two she went off to solve some other problems and Agatha, who is the fa- uh, who is the, uh, her stepmother, Penelope is the fairy godmother. Those are the like uh, official names in my mind. but uh, Agatha ran the kingdom uh, while Cinderella was off dealing with some other stuff. Uh, things did not go so great when she was in charge. Uh, but that's not such a big deal like uh, because uh, well here here's what you really need to know like so stuff happened season one stuff some stuff happened uh, season two some stuff happened you could listen to those episodes uh, uh, those older episodes and uh, but so uh like'm uh, trying to put see if I can wrap this up and bring it together so uh, let's see We have totally mixed up, uh, just like it was in the uh, opening. But so Agatha, that Cinderella's stepmother, in the end of the season two, uh, I guess I think it was in a great move of self-sacrifice, she became a pint, not a pit, pint, a pit of lentils. So she went from being a human being uh, to a pit pit of lentils, uh, like lentils, like kind of like beans. You know, lentils are like. a legum, I guess, is a lentil a legum because of holy alliteration, and so she and I think it was directly. Uh, I don't know if anybody's seen Fraggle Rock, but I think there was a wise woman on Fraggle Rock who was a trash heap. I think that influenced uh, Agatha becoming a pit of lentils in my mind, and so now she still is a, a pit of lentils. It like you can't do any, you know, self sacrifices can't be undone. He, 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 heroes and heroines. Uh, So she heroically became a pit of lentils, but she 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 retained her ability to exist on uh, the earthly realm, and she took on as the season concluded. It seemed like she was going to take. Oh, also uh, the fairy, the kingdom of the fairy godparents. Hey, she was just a fairy kingdom. I mean, there were godparents and godmothers and godfathers and stuff. uh, You know, that's not all. There's a whole society. And at some point in those two first two seasons, they were combined into one. Uh, The fairies, uh, the fairy uh, beings, and the human beings—they live together. But so Agatha is a like she's now the teacher. She's become a teacher. She's also a pit of lentils. So that's kind of important to remember. But uh, you'll probably hear more about that. And she's she's also our narrator, so I think uh, I think that's everything. Uh, and usually we don't uh, like uh, like uh, Antonio. Can you go? Oh, my friend, as uh, the ladies, the gentlemen, the boys, the girls, the friends beyond the binary, it's time uh, for a tale, a fairy tale with uh, uh, fairies and stepmothers uh, after. Uh, well, I didn't write the Okay, I just tried to improv. Okay, just as uh, time for after the glass slipper. Okay, you're gonna need to rehearse, my friend. I have movies. Okay, you're gonna need to rehearse before next week when you drive. Can you? It's a six-hour drive. Can't you rehearse on the drive? I flew. Okay. Anyway, thanks, Ant- Antonio. After the glass slipper, everybody. Module. Oh, it's a modular series. Meaning, it's not totally episodic or serial. Uh, it can be. It it's consumed in episodes that are. My, my, yeah. Thanks. After glass slipper. Oh well. Hello, hello my. It's so good to see you. It feels like it's been so long, but it's only been home. I let man. It is good to see you, and uh, the little baby here. Uh, Oh, how was my day at work? Oh, thank you. Uh, No, my day was... uh, Well, oh, it is so good. Why don't you... uh, Oh, thank you. You have a lemonade for me. Uh, It is good to see you and the baby. And uh, yes, I'm here. Your Agatha has returned to you. Well, you've returned to me. I mean, I I like how this chamber... It is nice for me to be able to flow from one room into another. And I appreciate all the work that went into the design uh, that everyone had to do. But it is nice for me to be able to flow into this room. And no, I'm no longer at work. Uh, oh, because today, well, yes, I was so excited about today. And about the first day of class. Today was my first day of the big class. Uh, that we've committed to. And uh, I know you've been waiting for me to come tell you about the first day. Yes, oh, I had so such high expectations, and they were both exceeded and uh, and challenged at the same time. And yes, the, yes, there is a buffoon in this tale, but maybe the buffoon is me. Oh, thank you, Letterman. Thank you, my sweet, sweet Letterman, for bowing to me. I do feel like you are like the beast, the beauty and the beast, uh, that we've heard so much about. Uh, you're more like a Lumiere to me. Yes, you're like my sweet candleman. Thank you, but you're my man Thank you so much. Oh, but let me tell you about the day. So they, they had set up the new classroom, uh, based on what Cinderella had learned, uh, Going to the great universities of the world and you know and so it had structures, cathedral ceilings no, no, uh, I forget what they say, but where the students are arranged up they could they could all see me right down into me in think stadium seating it felt like a theater and not a classroom, which really boosted my mood. And there was wood panel walls, uh, despite the fact they were in a stone chamber, which was nice. And they even had iron desks with uh, wooden, so it flips up, just like uh, just like Cinderella had told us about. And in the room, the lighting in the room, you know, they had arranged those astrolabs to bring in both natural sunlight. And then each student had their own fairy globe to provide personal lights and I had placed a restriction on bringing any uh, fairy slates in and this class was open to any any ch- any children uh, I guess you could say young adults you're correct a lot of men young men and women and uh, uh and fairy peoples you're correct uh, and, uh, they, but I did have a magical slate board, uh, to use, uh, to demonstrate my points. Linked, uh, you know, uh, Penelope had instructed me on some things. While I'm not a magic user, I was about to delve deeper into the magic of learning. Finally, uh, you might say. So, such an honor to do so. And I had such a build-up, and they started filing in. Some were very early for class. I did not even open the door, or have the door opened, of course. Uh, but you know, I could, I can open the doors. I've learned that those. You know, it, it's weird. Uh, I'm still going. To, 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 well, I always say going. I was, but uh, I was still practicing my physical therapy. It is very good to stay limber as a lentil-based person, the only lentil-based person in existence, at least that we know of. Though Cinderella has heard of rumors of a storyteller who is a goop-based person, goop, G-O-O-P. Uh, a goop is more of a, like, a, it's not a slime. It's more, uh, it has more structure than a slime, a little more mass and volume uh, than slime, let man. "'By the way, are you the most handsome, I think in all the kingdoms, "'you are the most handsome letter-based man in existence. "'So uh, what, a, what a pair we do make, uh, and the baby sleeps so soundly. "'Oh, another beautiful child I have the pleasure of uh, talking to while they sleep. <laughs> "'But so the students filed in their faces eager.' Or some beleaguered, you know. Some were eager to learn. Some were eager because, you know, I am popular. I'm popular with the youth. They like my humor. They like my directness. They like my, but broadly generous grading policies. And they know there's never a dull moment with Agatha on the case. Uh, so they were filing in, as a manda- Now this is a ma- as mandatory as it goes. This is a very necessary course for us. We've learned uh, as we plan for the future. So they, uh, they it was. I, I could feel what uh, the lentils that uh, uh, make up would would be. You know, if I had a human heart still, that make up that part of me, or that remember that part of me be- beating and pattering. And spreading the water, which is my, you know, which is essential to my existence uh, through the chains of lentils of my, you know, it, like my heart was pitter pattering with excitement and nerves. Oh, that is funny. I, I do, I do get nervous and that, that was what I had planned for. So we had our icebreaker and I said, good evening, you know, I said, good evening class, even though it was afternoon, it felt like the evening to me. And I said, welcome to class. And uh, they said, what is this class called? And they said, well, pending, spending something. uh, We'll see. And they said, I said, this will be well worth your time. And we have a lot of exciting things to cover. But the first thing we need to do is get to know one another. And because I see some faces that are familiar, but not all of you, so we're going to do an icebreaker, and I sent to the board the structure of this icebreaker, which is an icebreaker that a man, it is a term used to break the ice when you feel cold and nervous, and you say, well, I don't know these people, uh, I, uh, l- I don't know what to expect, and I don't know yada, 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 and the students, and I said, let's put everyone at ease, build rapport. And also get to know them, expose maybe a tiny bit of truth about each child, and also learn for me the, the dynamics of the classroom, so that I know how I'm going to, you know, g- 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 gently, like the movement of lentils, lentil-based one, from one room to another, control the flow. And so I said to the children, "Here's the, here's what we're going to do. You're going to introduce yourselves to the class and to me uh, by talking about uh, something you 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 love, uh, and then something you enjoy doing. Uh, and you could you you could do it anyway. And, and it, uh, I'll tell you about the first couple. But there was a lot of interesting answers after a little while. There was people saying." I could see people had, a you know, love for one another in the class, you know. And with all of our community being more assimilated, I did, that is both an opportunity for learning from conflict and romance, or, you know, romance and conflict intertwined. So there was people saying, well, I love you, bada-bada-boo-ba, you know, just as I love you, little man. And I missed you today, oh boy, but I can't have you in every class, and uh, obviously the fairy council had the plans, which we'll talk about. But then a, a boy, Carlo, went, and he said, well, let me think if I could get his words exactly correct. He said uh, he stood up, he was so proud, he had an elastic waistband pants, it reminded me of you, man, for some reason. But he stood up uh, and he said to the class, my name is Carlo and I am the prince of, uh, I think I, if also I told, if I told them they give themselves a title or a nickname uh, based, oh, I, I mix, I'm mixing things up, I'm sorry, little man, uh, based on something they love. So he said, I am Carlo, the prince of fried potatoes and I love uh, laying in mud And all the classroom erupted, and uh, I had to tell them to to settle down. But Carlo never lost his spirit. He was very proud. And I said, well, uh, uh, I am the Queen of Lentils. You are the Prince of Fried Potatoes. Uh, I joked with him, you know, what a match we make. And then I said, what do you love about laying in the mud? And he said, you know, how it feels, uh, how relaxing it is. The the touch of the mud on his skin, sometimes cool, sometimes warmed by the sun, the sounds, and in particular the smell, uh, Professor Agatha. He called me Professor Agatha, and I said, Professor's fine. Uh, He said, oh, this uh, smell of the earth... uh, he goes, it makes me feel close, and, 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 and the, 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 he, he went on a tangent, and I said, okay, great, Carlo, uh, who's next? And then a young woman stood up, her name was Zenaida, and she was also, she said, I am Zenaida, the silken secret, and I love uh, dancing in fields of flowers. And I said, oh, my breath was... T- and I said, you love silk and secrets? Uh, that's very creative. And he also noted, uh, even though I do not teach a language, her use of these words, uh, which were particularly melodious, the silk and secrets. Uh, and she told me that, yes, she comes from a family uh, that works in silks, and uh, that she, but she, she also loves the silks. And... Uh, she laughed and giggled and said, also telling secrets to my friends, and we had some other giggles in the room. And I said, "Would that be about any boys laying in the mud?" And uh, they giggled some more. But I, you know, I I keep I keep it light, and uh, I said, "Oh," and she would tell me about spinning around in the fields out with the wildflowers. And again, again, it was so deep. in this, for me, if you let a man, you know, because uh, as a lentil-based woman, I don't get to move around a lot uh, because, it, like, unfortunately, my mass as a lentil is quite uh, expansive. And as we've done these tests, I need to stay as a, a lentil whole. So she was telling me about the buzzing sounds and all the different layers of sound out there in the field as she spun in the grass and it whipping on her legs and the feeling of little friends crawling and the scent of not just flowers but warmed grass. And I felt like I was there spinning with her looking at the clouds and feeling free and then falling on our backs. And feeling things, you know, uh, man like the bending beneath you, like the, the thick mat of those wildflowers and the fuzzy stems that some of them have, and how that smells. A very unique smell, the stem of a wildflower with the fuzzy stuff on it, you know. And I was there with her, and I said, "Thank you, thank you, both, and I. thank you, Carlo." Then we got a little sheepish from there, you know, just just like the the shepherd boy that I love so. It's the raw sheep, and so then someone said, "Well, I am the secretest spinner of potatoes, you know, and I love uh, making mud in the feet, you know, a lot of." Uh, Similar things. Uh, not everyone could be a leader. Uh, then we had some, uh, we, uh, we had some people volunteering, and I said, "Well, let's come up with some fresh ideas here. Let's clear, let's clear our minds." Uh, and I started to speak. I said, "Well, let me go again. I'm, I'm your professor. I'm Professor Agatha, I'm a mental based woman. But that's not my, uh, in case you haven't heard." But I much more, and then there was an interruption. Plowing into this room was a godmother, and she seemed very cross. She, she said, my word, this is hard to find. It seems I've been given the wrong directions, and uh, uh, she, she looked at me quickly, and she turned to the class like I wasn't even there. And she clapped her hands and she said, order, order, what is all this nonsense? Uh, I'm your teacher and I'm finally here. And she kept her back to me for a little while. Uh, and I let her play that out and the students were looking confused. And, uh, and then I said, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, and then she reluctantly, not, and I could tell she was not comfortable dealing with a lentil-based woman. Or that she had some feelings for me as a non-mental-based human person, the imperfect person that I was. And I said to her, I said, we're we're right in the middle of an icebreaker. Welcome. Uh, What we're doing is making up a name, a nickname or a title based on something you love and something you enjoy. uh, Telling us something you enjoy, uh, something you enjoy to do. And she said what why and I, I huffed I couldn't could, I couldn't control myself without a man I I'd promised myself uh, that I wouldn't see this as a burden or challenge against my lentilhood or you know that are my imperfections but it was very uh, like I was very uh, and I said her uh, and I said then I said okay Agatha uh, I said, so the students could get to know you, uh, the students you're going to be teaching, and we could get to know one another. And I said, uh, this, this is, I said, go ahead, Carlo, as an night to stand up. Uh, and they introduced themselves again as examples, and there was applause uh, and bowing, and we attempted to disarm this, uh, this, this person. And then she said, well, my name, well, uh, uh in your language uh, the closest uh, translation while imperfect is Shelley. And I said Shelley and I knew this, uh, but I you know I'm helping be the voice for the class as well. And she said Shelley, and yes, I'm the teacher of this class uh, and I said Well the guest lecturer actually that's of uh, the language we agreed on does it translate for you? And uh, that actually isn't. That was the language I demanded. But they said a co-teacher. Uh, but she ignored me anyway. And she said what I would love and enjoy. And then and she started playing to the class. She said well, someone a volunteer, to help me hand out my syllabus. And she goes, I mean, is this a class or a bunch of children uh, sitting around? Uh, and uh, is it nap time or are you here to learn something powerful? Uh, because I am here for a serious discussion, and one of the children who came up, and then another, and they started handing out, and I said, "I'll take one of those, thank you." And it floated down to me, and I caught it and uh, upraised. You know, the closest thing to a hand, you know, that a man. And I said, "Artifice and imagery, in the forgotten." heroism of the fairy people i said that's a word is that the title of the class so that's very wordy and she said shelly said well originally it was longer uh, it had based on hostile assimilation uh by your queen of pe you know during your expansion and the takeover of uh, fairy value and i said okay uh and she said also with the environmental impacts uh of your, and I said, okay, thank you. Uh, she, and she said, sovereignty. And I said, oh, oh, I said, we are so lucky, children, that we're going to have two teachers this year, the first year of this class and the first year of teachers. And I said, this is your teacher, Shelley, and if she's going to talk about her syllabus. Go ahead, Shelley.'" uh. And so Shelley said, that, well, the course is going to explore how the loss of the culture, our cultural values, I'm sorry, our cultural values uh, uh, and mores, which I think is like morals, uh, is directly related uh, to the loss of our own definitions of heroism uh, due to the domination of traditional human myths uh, and then she did some talking, and, she, and then she said something about exploring trad- traditional fairy myths. Uh, we ho- And I said, okay, okay. Uh, I said, this golf is not very wide. Uh, she said, well, I'm not finished. And I, said, I looked at how many pages were in her pre-syllabus. Uh, and I said, well, by all means, go ahead. But, you know, uh, the syllabus is meant to be read uh, reading, not read aloud. And I was a little passive-aggressive on my part, my letterman, my sweet, sweet letterman. And let me see here. She said learning outcomes. uh, The students will explore uh, definitions of trails of heroes, uh, of human heroes uh, contrasted uh, with, uh, I think, the attempt to to influence uh, fairy behavior. And some of the contrasting lost uh, fairy heroes uh, analyzing the reasons why, focusing on uh, themes, uh, looking at archaeological sites from the kingdoms, which was important, something about methodologies, class discussions, written assignments, textual uh, research paper, you know, scholarly work, uh, many things, uh, and she went through the grade breakdown and I said, okay, let's just uh, uh, give a, I wish. Uh, luckily there was no mechanical clocks allowed in my classrooms, but I said, whew, I do have an internal clock, you know, they can drip lentils. It's very, very accurate. So I said, okay, 20 lentil drips, uh, And she talked about, and I said, okay, well, let's agree. We we haven't had a meeting uh, because she refused to meet with me or teach with me. Then she talked about her grading, the late assignments, attendance policy. And that that I said, you know, that's uh, acceptable. No lateness uh, unless we let us know ahead of time and only documented absences, otherwise you lose, which, uh, and no missing. And then she talked about honesty, uh, which I thought was nice. Then she talked about office hours. where Then she talked about where is her office. Uh, you know, she comes from, a, like, another land is the other thing. Uh, but they've dealt with some of the things the same of our fairies have dealt with. So it's not that... Then workload, oh, so she said this syllabus is a tentative, you know, this syllabus subject to change. I said, oh, boy, is it? And I don't know. She talked about a lot of other things. Then she wanted to go through week by week. And I said, okay, one second, please. Uh, I said, what, what do you have on the thing for week one? And she said, well, we're already behind because I haven't had access to the – and I said, well, let's call this week zero then, my dear. And you could just cut off a few weeks from the end of your syllabus. Uh. And she didn't like, I, I said, why did I call her my dear in that way? So demeaning, Agatha. I didn't think that till after, my little man. But she she had a basic, easy week one. She just, she didn't have an icebreaker. And then she talked about the definition of heroism. And I said, okay. And I said, okay. Well, I said, as I said, uh, Shelley. Uh, and I said, students, this is, uh, uh, teachers are heroes, you, you all know that, and then someone said, well, Agatha, you're a real hero, and I said, well, we're not, we're talking about, uh, and Shelley and I have been, uh, because of our, our experiences, hu- once I was a human, and once, uh, uh, I don't know if Shelley was a fairy great-grandmother or a great-great-grandmother, I'm just kidding, Shelly, you're beautiful, uh, uh, like a lovely, and I said, what am I doing? I'm stepping on my own lintel feet. And I said, you know, Shelley and I don't know each other and we've been taught to teach this class together, but we're, we we're, we're, so we're going to do our best children. And this is like, uh, the, sometimes the dynamic of, uh, it may seem, uh, that, uh, were at odds, and that th- this kind of conflict is good. But I, I think that your teacher Shelley is on to some things, and uh, it is very different. If if I could pull out my syllabus, I have a syllabus here, and I, I directed. I said, uh, "Is the Prince of Potatoes available?" Uh, pandering. I was pandering to the Prince of Potatoes in the last. And I said, "Okay, go." This is where I had my syllabuses ready to be distributed. Now, mine was a bit thinner, but I said one thing we were talking about before you arrived, Professor Shelley, was uh, what we're going to call this class, and I had had, uh, it was going to have the, the students help me define it, but there was one thing I was missing from yours, uh, if, you, if you don't mind, if you won't take offense. Uh, I do have a brusque manner. I am a lentil-based woman, and and I was brusque before that. So that is not on the value of what we we have to teach together. But I have heard out part of your syllabus, and part of it I was rude to. So you could be rude as well, Shelley, Professor Shelley. But I think if you have a hero or a heroine, you also have something else missing from there. Does anyone know if we're going to define heroes? What is one way you define a hero by what they do? That is a good answer. Uh, anyone else have another answer? Uh, uh, great things, thank you. That is another answer. Defeating the villain is uh, wh- correct. Uh, yes. Uh, so my class was originally called uh, uh, Heroism and Villainy, uh, uh, but uh, the forget- which was the implied part, though. Shelley agreeing with you was uh, the forgotten. Hero, heroism and villainy within the, the, the fairy realm. And I had, had a... Now, my syllabus is not top-heavy because I'm bottom-heavy. I live in a pool, you know, I'm basically a swimming pool of lentils. Uh, but I also believe that, uh, you know, texts and learning is important. And as a non-fairy person, I uh, can relate to a lot of the experience of losing... Uh, your cultural myths, uh, how important that is, and with uh, our population becoming more and more assimilated, as you said, uh, Shelley, or or in a more aggressive manner, you may say, and that it takes place in other parts of the kingdom. uh, It's not a good thing, necessarily, to lose those mores, as you said, the iconography, the artifice. I'm not sure which one of those big words you used. The imagery, uh, but the stories of your heroes and heroines and uh, the the conflicts they've dealt with and the meaning behind it and the meaning the students could draw from them. And yours was a history of action as opposed to many other uh, systems. You in the past, and I have had direct dealings with fairy godmothers and godfathers, godpersons. Uh, You were educated. Now, Shelley, you seem too much too young, even though I joked you were a great-great-grandmother, to have been trained in this way, but they were trained for action and not for history, for how to help uh, uh, when they were sent out on their assignments. And so... The history was in the action, and it was not written or recorded. And so it is oral history, and I thought a large part of this class, I don't know what you'll think of this, Shelley, would be that each week the students, uh, a group of students, how do you students feel about working with one another in groups, uh, small groups? Okay, it's mixed. Well, what if it wasn't a choice, uh, that your grade was dependent on it? Uh, Because life is working with people that you don't necessarily, like uh, Shelly and I, will be setting the example, we'll be modeling the behavior. Not always perfect. My behavior is not always perfect. And I can say, I can use the method that I've been taught that I always forget every day. When at the end of the day, I have to remind her, I was wrong. I'm sorry. How can I fix it? Uh, So Shelly, I was wrong. Uh, For everything I thought about you, also everything I actually said in the passive-aggressive manner, I'm sorry. And if there's anything I can do... Oh, no, I'm not going to drop being a teacher of this class. Okay, we'll see. We'll return to that, shall we? Uh, So I was thinking that groups of students could go out and collect uh, myths uh, from family members or... As the, the 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 wisest and the most senior members of uh, uh, the fairy godparent community, those who were in direct service, if 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 they could collect those myths uh, and bring them back for us to discuss, that that could be a large part of their grade. That would be res- actual research. Yes. Well, you said the first week would be a shorter one, like we could, uh, Carlos and Ida, what do you think about uh, going out and doing it uh, this week? Okay, yes, and uh, each week we'll have presenter, and uh, we'll talk it out, and we'll talk about what you've heard from our expert, Professor Shelley, uh, how that retains to the previous myths, and uh, we'll see what we can learn Uh, So that these wonderful and important stories, true stories, yes, Shelley, some of them are true, of true actions, of heroism and villainy. We don't have to put that in the title because it doesn't really matter, Uh, uh, you know, what we call the class, it's what the class learns, the learning outcomes, as you so brilliantly stated, Shelley. And then we will learn, we will learn together. And we will collect the stories, and they will be written together. And maybe, you know, Shelley, maybe you get a book out of it. I don't know. Maybe you get a book out of it, uh, whatever that title was. Uh, you And you will begin the next round. Well, I guess for this kingdom, the first round of written history, you will be a hero. Oh, you'll like that. See, see Shelley, I, 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 I am a woman that knows. So next week we'll hear from Carlo and Zenaida. And we'll also, we'll talk, we're going to talk about the honor code. Uh, we'll talk about a few of these stories that Shelley has assigned here in your, your list, maybe compare and contrast uh, uh, one or two of them with uh, what the and Carlo find out. And everyone else will be the same as the and Carlo. Find someone in, in your family or your neighborhood uh, to interview about what uh, they remember, uh, what stories of heroism. It could just be a tale. It doesn't have to be a myth. Uh, uh, someone they looked up to. Do you, do you your students? You're nodding. I think you understand. Uh, collecting the tales. Exactly. Exactly. Not chasing. You'll be chasing the tales, I guess. too, Carlo, you particularly. And I think it would be good to close with the first assignment I had assigned uh, for us to discuss together a tale that you may have heard and you may have, you know, your parents may be talking about it or your caretakers, uh, it's a tale, this one's a little bit different than the one you've heard about uh, going on right by our kingdom. I guess he's a to- could tell, because like, once upon a time there was a woman, and she was an ambitious woman, and she dreamed of being uh, a queen one day, but she wasn't royal, and she didn't have any money. All she had was a brain, and a, like a, a husband who uh they had two lovely daughters to, well, lovely is a strong word, but they had two daughters together, and he was and finally her and her daughters found their way and she she found a kingdom with uh you know where the ruling class was a little bit but not uh, sharp, and she said, I think I could make my way to this ruling class' If only I could get it, get it, you know. And then I, she found a nice, uh, nicer man, and she could, she could tolerate him. And he, you know, was gaga over her because she's brilliantly beautiful uh, in human form. And they married. He had a daughter from a previous relationship. She was, uh, she was a nice girl, but she was not treated with respect. And this woman raised her daughters to be as ambitious as her and to get their way into the castle. And uh, she always wondered, uh, they never did, but she wondered, uh, much like this other story you're familiar with, what if they did? Or what if, you know, she was, uh, uh, well, it doesn't matter if she was a he or or they were sons or daughters. what would have happened if an ambitious uh, person who had no kindness, uh, like her daughters, she never taught her daughters to be kind. They have learned to be kind uh, by having children and uh, being loved and treated with respect. They've learned, uh, they've curbed their ambition. And, you know, a lot of people learn to find a respe- how to respect themselves and one another in their 30s and 40s, but. Uh, I guess that's a little bit what this class is about and what we're facing on the horizon when uh, two siblings, one takes over the kingdom and then the kingdom, one of these great warrior kingdoms is split because the siblings are fighting over the kingdom and they have great ambitions, both of them, ambitions of power and ruling, uh, and not much else, not being kind or educating or... And, and, and I could see in Shelley's eyes that would this been avoided? It was avoided here, as a matter of fact, because of fairy intervention, because the fairy godparents, uh, you know, their, their goal is always to help the situation and to make it better. How can I help uh, instead of how can I have what I want? And we've seen that play out, and I guess that's why we're doing this class. Uh, But I was that woman. That's what I'm here to tell you. And, well, some of you may have heard that from your parents. Oh, that that mental woman, she is. And once I was a villain, I thought that's all that mattered was power and the trappings of power. For me, I just wanted the trappings of power. I mean, I guess I like the power part, too, because I said, well, I'm smarter than most of those uh, buffoons. And uh, the myths that I had learned were of those myths of power, uh, in that that was heroism, and that would bring me uh, what I lacked inside, what I thought I did. And it took a long, wild journey, uh, so much that I became a lentil-based woman, uh, to learn that uh, what I truly have is reflected in the eyes of these students, And the gifts you've already given me today of taking me to that flowery field. This was before Shelley interrupted, of course. No offense, Shelley. And uh, bringing me down to that mud bog of being there, of being taken there. And that maybe in our search for myths together uh, that that's what we'll find. But I don't know. I think uh, but losing it... uh, Losing that attachment, uh, losing that knowledge, uh, the, 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 the seeing the path laid out and then being able to hear it and say, hmm, for me, what would have happened if my daughters ran things uh, the way I had brought them up to? That is a chilling thing, and then to see it play out in a different way, or maybe I'm projecting. What's projecting, Shelley? Would you give me you, okay. Well, it's like uh, saying, "Oh, I know what it means because I can relate to it." Uh, imagining you understand that whatever these two in the kingdom, the brothers fighting for, that everyone's stressed about. I'm more stressed about it because I raised my children that way. Is that projecting or not? We can't. I think you deserve it. Children in in the history of the fairy people deserves to be written down and collected. Uh, not just for respect and uh, dignity reasons, which are important, but because it's critical, I think. uh, It's critical to figure out how to return to those actions of kindness uh, that the fairy people, uh, because we have lost that a bit, haven't we? We say, well, there is a time to dance in the flowers, but there's also a time, you know, to help that wagon with the broken wheel, or to say, well... How are we going to fix these things? Uh, and I think these myths, if uh, Shelley doesn't mind me saying so, with uh, Shelly's uh, eye for detail and learning outcomes, I mean, if, if you didn't learn, there wouldn't be an outcome. So Shelley will be on that, and we'll be working to get the best. How does that all sound to you, Shelley? Acceptable. Yes, I mean, and, and, uh, how about this? You have total control over the grading process, uh and uh, you know we'll, we'll work out the schedule together and we'll educate you know we'll see how this goes students uh, together we'll learn together and i'm looking forward to carlo and you uh, know Zena- if you don't find any t- if you don't find any flower but, like mud bogs and flowers but i can see you two talking together even though i'm talking i know you're half talking but do you have an idea of who you're going to interview you do. Or oh, you have two people. So you'll test out and see. Oh, I love it. Uh, you can just bring us a summary of one story. So you'll have to pick if you have two. Now, maybe there'll be a bonus at the end of the semester. But pick one story that you can communicate to us. It could be a simple story, you know, of the turtle that crossed the road or whatever. But, or it could be a complex one. But we have to fit it in a few minutes of time. So we could discuss it, you know, half of the class and then half of the class for discussion. And Shelly will be able to, you know, from selected texts, she'll be able to offer things from selected texts, which is important. I think we're on to something. And I think even Professor Shelly is feeling good. And so that's how the class ended, Let Letterman. Then the students filed out... uh uh, Carlo asked, uh, in the United stayed behind, and they said, Can I bring you some? Could I throw some mud? You know, and I said, Oh, I love you too. I have a tear in my lentil eye. And they filed out, and they said, We'll bring you some flowers and some mud. And I said, Thank you so much. Uh, I miss the flowers and the mud. Uh, but I'm looking more forward to hearing your assignment. And uh, Shelly stood it like she was going to say something to me. But she was perplexed, uh, and I understand that, uh, letterman. I'm a complex woman, or lentil based, uh, being a lentil based woman's even more complex. But you know, I, I'd probably hurt her feelings, and I, you know, I was only like 10% of what I used to be like, uh, and I'm sure that she, she doesn't want to teach with me. I guess I'm open to it, but I think she's open to it now. Plus, she could probably get a book deal. Which means that that's good for her. Because I can see she even has a little ambition in her eyes. I guess that's one thing I'm good at picking out. uh, And she's willing to sacrifice a little control for that. Uh, And I think what she'll learn too is that uh, it's the smell of the stem of the fuzzy flowers. The look of the wood panel on the classroom wall. The iron that makes up the support for the desk with its little patterns in there and the stamp that says, whatever the heck kingdom makes the iron for desks. You know, those are the truly magical places uh, in a different sense of magic. And maybe Shelley could see the letter, leather, letter. I mean, I knew I was going to come home to my letterman man and that he would uh, listen to me and nod and bow and dance along with me with that joyous look on his face. Uh, but Shelley could see the leather on the cover of a book and the stitches and the smell and the stiff feel as she opens it up for the first time. So I think we're all going to win, uh, Letterman. And um I, I but I need to rest now. It's exhausting being the, 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 Carlo actually had mud on him too. But I'm excited. So uh I'm going to take a little nappy poo while the baby still sleeps. here. Okay, good night, Carlo. Good night, tonight. Uh, good night, Shelley. Good night, letterman. Thank you for for letting me hold you tight, sir uh, Yes.